Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, gold Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989-898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989-898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Everyone's tuned out of the news. The news is so bad. It's so ugly. The social upheaval is affecting everyone in the country. Welcome to the Savage Nation. As I am speaking, one of the worst governors, perhaps the worst governor in the history of the United States of America, is uh, speaking. He just announced he's closing all the restaurants in Los Angeles, which are already tottering on the, on the brink of, of disappearing for the next three weeks. He also announced yesterday he's housing all the bums in hotels with room service for the filthy, disgusting street rats at your expense. Now, his friends own the hotels. you got to understand, this isn't happening out of uh, beneficence. I mean, you don't understand the money, do you? You're putting bums in hotels? Who owns the hotels? And who kicks money into the Democrat machine? Now he's making an announcement live. Let's listen to Governor Nuisance. Our, our information that come back from our health directors uh, and from evidence uh, that has been uh, grounded uh, and provided to us all across the world, not just across the rest Liar, of the nation, as science. it relates to the unique Your science is corrupted. Uh, of being indoors for an extended period Here of time. Here we go. Watch this. Watch what Nuisance does now. Prospect of increased transmission of COVID-19. We have. Uh, as well, made very clear our concerns around bars operating in the state of Turn California. He's now, he's now going to destroy bars and restaurants forever in the state of California. That means jobs. That means jobs. It doesn't have to be done. He just announced the immediate closure of L.A. restaurants for the next three weeks. New round of lockdowns for Los Angeles. He's using the cute little phrase that the girly pies in the college is like. He's going to toggle back. Don't you love the cuteness of Governor Newsom? He's using the word he's going to toggle back into the stay-at-home mandate. Are you listening to this? And it gets even worse. 
Yesterday he announced he's going to use the police to, I don't know whether fine, arrest, I don't know what he's going to do, anyone with a barbecue this weekend. Now, that doesn't apply to the gangs in Richmond, California, who are shooting fireworks off all night long for the last three weeks. This lawless governor has done nothing to stop the gangs from shooting off fireworks all night long, disturbing people in Richmond, Berkeley, and those areas. He does nothing to stop the gangs because he's afraid of them. Meanwhile, companies around America have caved in and making donations to Black Lives Matter. Companies are paying ransom to these groups. To me, this is one man's opinion, that's like when storekeepers in yesteryear had to pay protection money to organize crime to avoid having their windows broken and their stores robbed. It was well known that organized crime would go around to candy stores, drug stores in uh, cities and say to them, look, we hear that there are people who are going to break your windows, but if you pay us for protection, we'll make sure no one breaks your windows. I say that these left-wing organizations are now acting like criminal organizations, and Trump has to crack down and get Attorney General Barr to use RICO statutes against all of these street organized, uh, organized groups. All of them are organized crime, in my opinion. This is not peaceful protest. This is undoubtedly the equivalent of a protection racket. This is the savage nation. Let's go back to the governor for a minute. Let's see where he's at now. What he's going to do to do the same with Let's the state beaches. Do now. But that's the concentration of focus, where local governments are working with the state. He's going to close beaches now. That you know, I don't know how uh, you could take this. And match that Turn this. Up. Listen to me. Do you understand that this man is a madman? He's a left-wing fanatic and a madman. Now. I got to tell you something. He came to my birthday party a few years ago. I've known him for many years. Does that mean I have to say everything he does is right? The man is a crazy man. Here is a rich white boy whose grandfather was a judge, comes from a very well-respected old California family. He, was, he owns restaurants. The Plump Jack restaurant family uh, is with the Getty family, Getty money. How could this man do a thing like this when he knows better? Why is he doing this? Why is this man Newsom? destroying the state when there's a middle ground. This is extremist. This is not rational. He's going to take these poor restaurants that are on the edge of disappearing. They've been doing them, you know, serving in their gardens, serving on the side of the restaurant. They're saying you can't do that anymore. And then he's going to use the police to break up barbecues in people's backyards. What about the gang shooting off fireworks all night, Gavin? How come you don't say anything about them? Look, friends, we're in very, very bad a bad place in America right now. I got to tell you right now, the social chaos we are living through right now is all being blamed on Donald Trump. And I got to tell you, we all know it can't be blamed on Donald Trump. But I will tell you this. Trump will be blamed for the social chaos during the presidential election. That's because Wolf Blitzer and company and the other left-wing vermin have made you believe that everything wrong in America is because of Donald Trump. And this communist revolution that we're living through, more like the Khmer Rouge in Cambodia, which is going to get very, very dangerous very soon. Burning cities isn't enough for you leftists. You don't see what you've done. Looting wasn't enough for you leftists. You all thought it was like Woodstock in Seattle until they started pulling out their guns and killing people. And now this left-wing wing maniac governor of ours 
is going so off balance that he's going to destroy whatever is left of this state's business. How can this state survive its fools? How can it survive its fools? It gets even worse, but I don't want to give it to you. I know people who are smarter than me who won't watch the news anymore. I know people in my family who are in some ways much smarter than I am who say they've taken off their phones certain apps. They used to look at a certain app all the time. They won't go on this guy's app anymore because it's too negative against Trump and against America. They won't turn it on anymore. They've told me that MSN is less left-wing than the old sites they used to go on. So it's not just the left-wing media that's turned on Donald Trump. It's the entire media that's turned on Donald Trump. And as flawed as Donald Trump is, and as many mistakes as he has made, you can't blame the entire social meltdown on Donald Trump. But that's exactly what is going to happen during the coming months. So I, ra I ran out the, uh, the chess game a few times. I ran some chess scenarios in my mind about the upcoming debates. And they don't look good to me. And that is, I mean, the presidential debate. I know I'm getting ahead of myself. There's supposed to be three debates. Three debates, right? Well, can you tell me how Trump can win the debate against senile old Biden? You know that I ran all the scenarios without using a, a supercomputer because my brain is faster than any supercomputer when it comes to these issues. I don't need the CIA's computer bank or the NSA's computer bank to tell you that I ran the computer models in my own brain, which is faster than a supercomputer when it comes to uh, uh, social issues. I'm faster and smarter than a computer because I have the human element and computers do not have the human element. And I know how human beings react and think. So let's run this out together, if you don't mind, okay? So we're in the debates right now between Biden and Trump. There's been more riots, more mayhem, more social upheaval. And we have the debates coming on. So what exactly is it that Donald Trump should do during the debates? What can he do? Well, you tell me what he can do. If he acts too hard against Biden, what's going to happen? He's going to be called a bully and Biden will look like a victim. A nice old man who was attacked by a bully. So if Trump gets too rough, he loses, period. He We're not talking about the diehards on both sides. We're talking about the moderates or the undecided now. Forget all other, forget those who are going to vote for Trump and those who are going to vote for Biden. We're talking about the undecided, the, 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 uh, the undecided, okay? So if Trump gets too rough, he loses. On the other hand, if he's too meek, he loses again. Why? Because his base wants him to be tough. And if he gets, if becomes meek, he loses the base. They won't vote for him. All Biden need do is remain quiet and dignified, which is a challenge for him, by the way. Policy issues will not matter in the debates. If Trump then attacks him as being senile, Trump loses because Biden will be seen as a poor old man and be seen as a victim by the millions of old-time voters in this country. I think the chess game is over. There's only one way that Trump can win those debates, and I don't think he's... Uh, going to go down that road what you know, what, what do you think what do you think Trump should do to beat Biden because if we believe the polls and I'm not not so sure they're all wrong if we believe any of the polls at all things are much different now than they were in 2016 very very different than they were in 2015 before the election
Tell me what Trump needs to do between now and the election and during the debates to win you back, to win the moderates or the independents back, right? Here's some other news on the Savage Nation. California announced today it's ending releasing mugshots. That's in San Francisco to prevent racial stereotyping. Now, wait, I want you to absorb that one. The sick, crazy city of San Francisco is not going to release any mugshots to prevent so-called racial stereotyping. So, excuse me, if someone is arrested for having committed a crime and is then booked and a mugshot taken, that's racial stereotyping? Can you explain how it's racial stereotyping if you take their picture of a, of a criminal? That's the upside-down world of Alice in Wonderland. Now, there's another issue that I want to talk about, Kellyanne Conway. This is a game of nice cop, bad cop, her and her husband. The husband, George, hates Trump. The wife works for Trump. Now, there's a daughter, Conway, who came out attacking Trump on social media. Some 15-year-old child who doesn't know what the hell she's doing. Another idiot. Kellyanne Conway's 15-year-old daughter is posting anti-Trump and pro-Black Lives Matter TikToks to, quote, inform people and spread love. Claudia Conway is the daughter of White House advisor Kellyanne Conway, who I affectionately named the Barfly several years ago. The 15-year-old child of uh, Kellyanne says she's an advocate for social justice and wants to use her platform to, quote, inform people and spread love. Can anyone explain to me why Trump has not fired the Barfly after all these years? You know, there's an old game in town. It's called Nice and Nasty Cop. It used to be played years ago. How can you actually believe that Kellyanne is not working against Trump instead of for him? You talk about the enemy within, my God. That's only one small issue. It's really not our issue. But let's go back to what should Trump do during the Trump-Biden debates. What should Trump do between now to beat uh, between now and the election to beat, uh, to beat Biden? Let's go back to Governor Newsom. Is he still talking, Jim? Is he still yattering on? If he, let's play him for a minute. Let's see what he's respect about this nation and its notion of freedom is a notion about personal responsibility, and I think we can exercise that uh, in the spirit of our founding fathers, in the spirit uh, of this weekend and that declaration uh, signed by them. But that said, what the hell are you talking uh, we about? We have, I think, a responsibility at the same time to go founding after people fathers. You wouldn't know a statue of one if you try to rip it down. Reticent to do anything to not only protect you as a customer. Oh, you're coming to protect a, us, are you? Big brother. Or, uh, or Big brother other, is going to protect uh, us. Uh, but aren't even protecting their workers. And uh, I think this is an incredibly important point. When we talk about compliance. Big brother will protect you. Compliance. This is talking Big about. Big brother compliance. Gavin's going to protect you from yourself. Uh, Meatpacking facilities. Uh, one should not meat have to packing. Put their life Don't get at me risk. started on meatpacking. Go to work as an essential worker. There's a lot of rumors so about meatpacking in San Francisco. On this list, we have this strike team uh, of seven different agencies. This is just a handful we put on this slide. But we have seven different agencies as part of this strike team that we're putting out in six regions in this state. Um, strike and team. Cross-pollinating our enforcement. Uh, cross-pollinating. In so again, Calosha is one of those sectors on health. Okay, and stop. Do you know what this criminal is doing now? The criminal is unleashing secret police on businesses and letting the gangs of California bang fireworks all night long 
loot and burn with impunity. If this is not a mark of insanity, tell me what is. Michael Savage, a host like no other. You know, for, for the years that I've studied Marxism, and I read Karl Marx when I was in college, one of the primary aims of the communist or Bolshevik revolution was to eliminate the, quote, bourgeois family. Now, as you well know, the radical feminists, that's a nice way of putting it, and the left has attacked the traditional family for well over 40 years now. They saw the family as the linchpin the glue of our society. Governor Newsom, good-looking, handsome, white man, married, three beautiful children, has now attacked the family. He just gave a speech saying that family gatherings are the biggest concern in the spread of coronavirus. Not the left-wing mobs, not the gangs shooting off fireworks all night long in Richmond, California, and in other places. But the white families having barbecues this weekend. He said, we'll be making some additional announcements on efforts to use the, quote, dimmer switch. He loves to use these little cute phrases that nine-year-old girls would appreciate. Maybe his daughter is writing for him. And he's going to toggle back on our stay-at-home order. Toggle back on our stay-at-home order and tighten things up, he said. Governor said family gatherings are one of the areas of highest concern, especially ahead of the 4th of July holiday when families often congregate. So he's going to get a twofer out of it. He's going to go after the traditional family and go after the celebration of our independence from the fascism that was then Britain. Family gathering where family members begin to mix and take down their guard, said Governor Newsom. And he's going to use secret police to break up barbecues. He's going to go after Uncle Bob and Aunt Jane. He's going to use secret police from all of the state agencies that did nothing to stop the gangs and the left-wing mobs. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. All right, turn the music off. I'm in a rotten mood. I don't want to hear any music. It's disgusting. The Beatles caused this whole meltdown. The whole damn meltdown of our society started in the 60s. It actually began with the Beatniks in the 50s. But this is not the time for me to trace the meltdown of America since the end of World War II. The end line is a man like Gavin Newsom, one of the most cynical politicians in the history of the world. Here is a rich white guy married to a rich white woman with three beautiful white children who increasingly attacks white families. Today he topped himself. The biggest uh, problem in the state now is uh, family gatherings for the July 4th weekend. And he's going to use seven undercover agencies that have nothing to do. They didn't stop the gangs from looting and rioting to enforce this. He's going to enforce mask wearing. Listen to what Governor Newsom said. If you're not going to stay home, he wants you locked up in your house again, and you're not going to wear masks in public, we have to enforce and we will, said the the fascist Newsom. 
Now, I'd like to know what they're going to do to enforce the mask wearing. What, are they going to put me in jail? Do you understand how sick this man actually is? First of all, it's scientifically insane to do this. Every legitimate science paper on this subject, legitimate science paper, not those funded by the government, said that staying at home actually made the illness worse, much worse. It reduced your immunity. It didn't increase it. And what about wearing masks? seeing little children four years old being forced to wear masks. I taught you yesterday, on Wednesday, either. On Wednesday, I taught you that size matters. The poor size of cloth face coverings, that means the size of the holes that you can't see, range from 20 to 100 microns. The virus, the COVID virus that Governor Newsom wants to stop, is 200 to 1,000 times smaller than that. The virus is 0.1 microns in size. The holes in your mask are 20 to 100 microns. That's the equivalent of putting up a chain link fence to keep out mosquitoes. What he is saying has nothing to do with science. It has everything to do with social control. This is what these maniac Democrats live for, social control. Now, if you've listened to this show for many years, you know at the beginning of this COVID epidemic back in January, I was still on the radio. I had a heart attack in December. I was back on the air three days later. I hid it from everybody for several months, including my wonderful syndication company. But I wanted to uh, troop her on. And despite all odds and against all medical advice, I came back on the radio trying to keep my emotions under control. And here I am. And right in the beginning, I brought up the article Sorcery, illness, and social control in a Philippine village from my years as an anthropologist. It's an obscure paper written in the 60s by an obscure anthropologist. And I never, I never forgot the title of that paper, Sorcery, Illness, and Social Control in the Philippine Village. I kept a monograph, a copy of that monograph in my bookcase. I have it somewhere. I was trying to look for it. I couldn't find it just now. Sorcery, Illness, and Social Control. Gavin Newsom is enacting exactly what sorcerers enacted in villages, in, uh, <clears throat> in these villages. Newsom is a sorcerer, not a governor. He's using voodoo, fake science, to control the society of the largest state in the Union, which at one time was the fifth largest economy in the world. This man has single-handedly destroyed the state's economy. It now has a $54 billion go- uh, uh, budget deficit. What about the train to nowhere that the last governor supervised, destroying beautiful, pristine, fertile farmland to build a fake train? Where'd that money go? Who was involved with that? Who scammed out that money? And what about stealing the water from the Delta that Newsom has been involved in? What about stealing the water and destroying our fertile agricultural land? <clears throat> nothing, he has nothing to say for that. But you, if you don't wear a mask, which is useless, You, if you don't stay home, his secret police will come and arrest you. If you're not going to stay home, quote, and you're not going to wear masks in public, we we have to enforce and we will, said the new fascist Governor Newsom. If local officials are unwilling to enforce and are being dismissive, dismissive to this twerp, we will condition the distribution of funds, again, $2.5 million in the state budget. 
$2.5 million in our state budget and applying the spirit and the letter of the law as it relates to health directors at the county level. So he's going to take money that it should have been used to control the mobs and the gangs that Pelosi and he unleashed on the state that could have, they could have controlled them. Under the guise of racial justice, we had social injustice. And now he's going to attack families having a barbecue and put you in jail if you don't wear a mask. I really don't know what has to happen until the people say enough is enough. Are you going to have a barbecue anyway, despite, despite what Jailhead says? Are you going to say to the police, what are you going to do, let, uh, uh, lock my whole family up? Are you a cop listening to this show somewhere in California? Are you actually going to go into someone's backyard and arrest them for having a barbecue? Wouldn't you be ashamed of yourself to do a thing like that? Well, I understand that it's safer to arrest a white family cooking a hot dog than go into a gang-ridden area where they have AK-47s and they might punch you in the nose. I get it. So you might do it. I suspect you will do it. Rioting, looting, not one word coming from Governor Jailhead today. Not one word from Governor Jailhead on the rioting. Instead, he attacked families. These are some of the issues that we're facing today. And all was triggered by this George Floyd homicide. I wrote a little article for myself over the weekend from Lloyd George to George Floyd in one generation. Most people don't know who Lloyd George was, so I'm going to leave it go. From Lloyd George to F George Floyd. George, by the way, Lloyd George was a World War I era British politician. It was an extreme leftist, but a real patriot, loved England, but a real leftist. Wouldn't it be nice if Gavin Newsom, being the extreme leftist that he is, was also a patriot? Wouldn't that be nice if you had faith that they really were patriotic? Do you think he's a patriot to do this to this country? How can we eliminate our constitutional rights for one jailhead's executive order? This is superstition. This is mass hysteria. I wrote a book called Stop Mass Hysteria. That was my last published book. Coming in September is the next book. Probably, honest to God, I'm not going to be here much longer than that. I don't want to be on the radio after that, I don't think. I don't want to even be around after the election in this world. When I say this world, I don't mean I don't want to die, but I really don't want to talk about this anymore. Whatever years I have left after that, I don't want to spend them on this, this filth and garbage. I wrote, I wrote the book, Stop Mass Hysteria. It only got worse. I tried to stop the Khmer Rouge revolution. It only got worse. Do I want to spend the last remaining good months, years of my life talking about these bastards, these evil, cynical bastards? Do you think I want to spend the rest of my life focusing on them? I'd rather watch a seagull than, than listen to this gelhead one more second. Sometimes I watch the flights of pelicans across San Francisco Bay. I watch them fr quite frequently. In fact, I increasingly watch birds more than I watch people. I don't go to the city anymore because it's always been a, for many years now it's a shit sorry kill that, kill that word Jim I'm not allowed to say that it, it's a, a dirt a dirty city filthy dirty and I knew it would come to this once you let bums take over a city all else will follow first it was the bum then came the gangs next will be the roving mobs with guns we're not too far from that now on the jailhead but jailhead's big problem is not the gangs and the bums he put them in hotels 
it's uh, people having barbecues. So I watched the, sea, the pelicans. I love them. They're amongst my favorite bird species. What amazes me is that after these millions of years of evolution, how they train their young both to fly in formation and to fish for their survival. And I sit and I wonder at God's world and I say, how is it that the pelicans are better organized and better parents than most American families today? Take a look at the children in this country. They were in the streets. Take a look at them. Many of them come from middle-class white families. They were raised by idiots. They were raised by drug-addicted hippies who never said no to them. Not one word did they ever say no to their little Nancys and their little Karens. So now the Nancys and Karens have graduated Harvard, and they threaten people with stabbing them to death if they don't agree with them. Here's an example. Here's a girl, Harvard graduate. She majored in psychology. Clara Janova, who threatens to stab anyone who says all lives matter. Listen to clip one. Next person who has the sheer nerve, the sheer entitled caucasity to say all lives matter, I'm going to stab you. I'm going to stab you. And while you're struggling and bleeding out, I'm going to show you my paper cut and say, my cut matters too. To say all lives matter, the caucasity. Now, she's an Asian girl, apparently threatens to stab anyone who says all lives matter. Then she says it was a parody. We know it wasn't a parody. And she wasn't uh, punished for that, wasn't thrown out of whatever job she has for that. This is what we're living in. She's the equivalent of the Khmer Rouge, the Red Scarves, those of you. I, I met some people from Cambodia once who came up to me in the street and they said, Michael, Dr. Savage, they usually say, Dr. Savage, I don't know you, but my parents fled Cambodia. My heart bleeds for America. She said these young people are identical, just like you say, to the Khmer Rouge. They will put us in concentration camps and kill us if they're not stopped. Now the full force and fury has not yet been seen from these vermin. You're only seeing the tip of the iceberg. The street thugs are the are the are the street thugs are their military wing. Right behind them are the vicious girls who are egging them on. And why have these girls emerged like this? A lifetime of Adderall, raised on drugs by psychotic doctors who belong in a nuthouse themselves. The no doctors put them on psychoactive drugs when they were babies. Old days it was Riddle and then it became Adderall, so it made them almost soulless ghouls who feel nothing. Then the conditioning in the schools about all America is bad, all white people are bad, all dark people are good. And then this emerges. Here we are. And the mother or father never said no to them. No matter what the girl did, she was right. No matter what she did wrong was right. There was no wrong in that household. Never has she ever been told she is wrong. So now the girl who graduates Harvard can go on some social site and say, I'm going to stab you if you say all lives matter, and nothing happens to her. This is the Savage Nation back in the day. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. The worst governor in the history of the state of California, a man who's going to see the death of this uh, state, just announced new announcements for this Memorial uh, July 4th weekend. 
He's attacking the founding fathers, the meaning of the revolution against the fascist British government of the time. And he pointed out that the biggest problem in the state of California today are not the gangs, not the rioters, not the carpetbaggers in Sacramento, not the corrupt politicians in San Francisco, not the filthy bums crapping in the streets. No, the number one problem to Governor Newsom are family gatherings, so he's going to attack the barbecue using secret police from seven different agencies. He's saying, if you're not going to stay at home and you're not going to wear masks in public, we have to enforce and we will. Immediately closes all restaurants in Los Angeles for the next three weeks. It's unbelievable to me how mismanagement destroys things. Then we have the national issue. The street groups shaking down businesses who have all caved into them. All these large corporations given money to these street or these organized street criminals who broke windows and looted. And I say Trump and Attorney General Barr have the power to step in and use the RICO law against all of these street groups. I don't care how sacred the cow may be. The sacred cow is the front of the wolf. The wolves are wearing the cloth of the sacred cow. Write that one down. The wolves are wearing the cloth of the sacred cow to shake down major American corporations. And there are laws on the books to stop such conspiracies. They are the RICO laws that were originally passed under Rudy Giuliani to bring down criminal gangs. They can be used against these street gangs right now and arrest the leadership and put them in jail in federal, federal lockup. Will Trump do it? Does he have the courage to do it? Can he overcome the liberal faction that's been controlling him like a puppet? Sorry I said that, but everyone knows what's going on. Everyone knows that Trump is like a puppet on a string to the liberals around him. That's the problem. He better go back to his instincts if he wants to win. Home of Borders. Language. Culture. The Savage Nation. The war against the middle class is full on. The revolution is on. Who is leading the revolution is anyone's guess. We know who's backing some of the street gangs. George Soros backed Black Lives Matter to a huge tune over the last few years. I would put him at the top of the list. And I have said, and I'll say it again, the companies that are paying ransom to Black Lives Matter and anti-fall-like groups are equivalent to when storekeepers in America had to pay protection money to organize crime to avoid having their windows broken and their stores burned down. And Trump can stop this. He can use the RICO statutes that were written specifically to target organized crime. You can't use racial justice as an excuse for social injustice. And I will say if Trump doesn't control the social chaos that we're living through, all of us feel it, he's finished. I wrote an adage this morning, if you can't control it, you own it. He's the commander-in-chief. He has unlimited resources. You have a state of California that's in free fall right now. The most, maniacal ma the most maniacal governor I've ever seen. I mean, I lived through Jerry Brown, who by comparison was a right-wing nut compared to Gavin Newsom. I mean, looking back on, on Jerry Brown, who was a very, very left-wing governor, but moderate. This governor has gone full whack job left under the guise of controlling the COVID-19 um, resurgence if it's actually real uh, as opposed to related to increased testing moreover 
let me be very clear. Most people who are getting it, the mortality rate is extremely low. It's about 1%, less than 1%. It's not the 3 or 4 or 5% that the crackpot doctors like Fauci originally projected. The mortality rate is very low. People get it and get over it in a week or two. Under the guise of, so, of this protecting us from ourselves, Governor Newsom announced he's going to use seven secret state agencies that you never heard of before, OSHA and the others, all armed with forty caliber handguns, to arrest you if you have a barbecue and you're not wearing a mask. I'd like to see that day in this state. I'd like to see them dragging white families out of a picnic and putting them in jail after letting the mobs run wild in the streets. I want to see that day. I want to see the day cops come into your backyard and arrest you for cooking a chicken or a hot dog in a backyard and arrest you in front of your children and put your children into child protective services. I want to see the day that happens under, under Governor Newsom. Guess what? It can happen here. He's already announced it will happen here. Shall I quote him for you? The revolution is on. Here is his quote. Quote, if you're not going to stay home, and you're not going to wear masks in public. We have, to, we have to enforce and we will, said Governor Newsom. That means the police will arrest you, the secret police, from all of these useless agencies that do nothing, that collect, collect huge pensions for doing nothing but sitting on their butts in Sacramento. Now they're going to send them out with 40 caliber handguns to arrest you for cooking a hot dog. So the left gets a twosome out of this. They get to control you like a lab rat, and they get to spit in the face of the founding fathers. They get to spit in the face of George Washington. They get to spit in the face of our freedoms, all in the guise of protecting us. And the man did nothing to stop the mobs that were burning and looting in Los Angeles, San Francisco, and elsewhere. Nothing. What is it going to take until people finally say enough is enough? What is the trigger going to have to be for the people to stand up and say enough is enough? Let me take your calls because I think I've said all I want to say today. New York, San Francisco, wherever you turn, the country's in meltdown, social chaos. Under the guise of religious, excuse me, racial justice, they've created social injustice. And I want to say again that if he can't control it, he owns it. Trump will be blamed for the social chaos. He has to crack down. He has to use RICO on these organizations. It's not enough to say the FBI has wanted posters for those who are knock down the statue. That's a good first step. It's only a little baby step. We now need the full force of the federal government to go after all of these front groups for the mobs. If Trump doesn't do it, he'll be blamed for the social chaos and his already shaky situation will be all over. And a hologram in a basement will beat him. And then all hell will break loose in this nation. If you think that Governor Newsom is crazy, and he is, he's a madman. By any definition, he's insane. If you look at the acts of what Newsom is actually saying and put them in the context of this nation's history, he's an insane man. By definition, he's insane. But put that aside. We have a federal government. We have constitutional rights. We have a Bill of Rights. And he's stepping on all of our rights all at once. Freedom of assembly, if I remember correctly, was one of our fundamental rights. Now he's going to use secret police to break up family gatherings while the gangs shoot off fireworks every night in Richmond, California, keeping the entire East Bay awake? Call me if you're a good liberal living over there in Richmond or Oakland or the Berkeley Hills, all you smart little liberals up there. Look what you've created. You can't sleep at night, can you? 
Your beautiful pets are howling all night long, aren't they? Because the gangs are shooting off fireworks all night long. Cherry bomb. I don't mean a firecracker. I mean the sound of bombs all night long. Police have been neutralized by the vermin in the media and the vermin on the left. Police can't do a thing about it. But all you liberals now, your sleep is being disturbed. Unless you're so stoned, you don't even know it. Or is it something you like hearing? You like Is that the sound of revolution to you? Does that make you feel good at night? To hear the gangs in Richmond shooting off fireworks all night long? Under the guise of the George Floyd protests that have gone on for three weeks now. Every night. And the governor does nothing. The mayors do nothing. National Guard should be called out immediately. If not them, then the U.S. should call out the, the 82nd Airborne and put a stop to this. This has to stop. This country is melting down. It's total social chaos. And into the breach, there steps this guy Newsom in the state of California. And he says things I cannot believe I'm actually hearing. But I'm going to turn it over to you now on the Savage Nation. I look in New York, by the way. There was another unprovoked attack on an older white woman by an African-American man. Sorry to have to say it. She was sitting on a stoop. Video captures New York City's latest unprovoked sidewalk attack. Poor woman, 40 years old, sitting on a stoop outside 418 Sterling Street in Crown Heights. When a man she doesn't know walks by, and a big man at that, the brute walks by wearing baggy jeans and an oversized white T-shirt and smashes her in the face for no reason. This woman sitting on a curb. Is that social justice in your mind? you got to watch this video. Sterling Street Assault. Caught on tape. There he goes. I'm watching it. Here comes the brute. Here's the poor woman sitting. He looks at her, hauls off. It would have killed me if I got hit that hard by that brute. I would have been killed. I don't know how injured that woman is. Do you know how hard that fist is and how big that man was? Do you know what force that is against the person's face? Nothing happened. The mayor of New York said nothing. Governor Meatball, Governor Meatball said nothing. Governor Meatball. Governor Meatball said nothing. Governor Meatball's fighting with the the, the communists from New York now. War of words between the governor and the mayor. Fake. Like a fake wrestling match. Two peas in a pod. New York Police Department is being demonized by the vermin in the gutters. They don't know which way to turn. They don't know what to do to defend themselves. Meanwhile, a nightmare of violence and gunfire in Seattle's cop-free zone has finally let, forced the crackpot mayor to send in the, the police to, to end it. They were shooting each other like a war zone, like Beirut, Lebanon. This is the same crackpot left-wing mayor in Seattle who said it was like Woodstock. Now she says it was just in jest. This is what happens when liberalism rules a city or a state. Everything breaks up. Liberalism is a mental disorder. You care to comment? We got one open line. I know many of you are dying to talk because you're as upset as I am, if not more so. I got a long weekend coming up. I got a long weekend coming up, a beautiful weekend. Beautiful weekend. And me, I feel like leaving California for the first time in my life. I don't want to leave this state, but I feel like leaving it and never coming back. I don't think I can take one more day under this crazy madman as a governor. And if you think this is bad now, wait till you see what he does to the middle class with taxation. Wait till you see what he does to the suburbs that are too white for him. Wait until you see. You think I'm making all of this up? I have it all on my website. I linked an article from the National Review that is brilliant in its analysis. 
And it's not just California that they're doing it. Listen to this. It's titled, um, I want to, Citing Racial, no, no, that's not it. I have to find it exactly. I have so many new stories up there, I can't even find the one I put up. And it's about the uh, suburbs. Very important article on the suburbs. I think it was removed already. But uh, you can find it on my, on my Twitter feed. If you want to at, at, uh, at a savage nation. And I'll go there for you for a minute. Then I'm going to take your calls, I promise. Here. Biden and Dems set to abolish the suburbs. Read Dr. Zhivago to learn how communism works. Biden has actually promised to go much further than Obama's radical AFFH, Affirmatively Furthering Fair Housing Act. He's going to destroy white suburbs. He's going to diversify the suburbs, as in Dr. Zhivago. That's the first step. I have told you and I'll tell you again what's coming. I've I've studied history. I know where we're going. I see the country melting down. I see companies paying donations to the street thugs, like paying protection racket to the old mafia. Hey, you want your windows broken? We protect the U.S. I say President Trump needs to act or he's toast. He's finished. He could use the RICO law against the street group shaking down businesses. That would be the first step. They are acting exactly like organized criminal gangs were when the RICO laws were written. And who did Newsom today attack? Not the street gangs that burned and looted in San Francisco, L.A. and elsewhere. Not the gangs still shooting off fireworks in Richmond, California all night long and in Los Angeles all night long. But people are going to have barbecues over July 4th weekend. At that note, I'm going to take some calls on that note, rather. Donnie in California, line five. Go ahead. You're on the Savage Nation. Mr. Savage, thank you for the honor of uh, calling today. Uh, just disgusted by this uh, dictator, Newsom. Now, I, I live downtown Sacramento. Sat there and watched these riots night, day in and night, and these people gathering and just, you know, taking over the streets and big. No, no masks, of course, right? No masks. And, of course, you've got, I drive downtown Sacramento all the time, the homeless and packed, packed everywhere. No mask. And those are the most unhealthy people on the earth. How many years have I told Pete, how many years have I said round up the bums first or the society will melt down? Over and over again. Do you know what Governor Newsom did? He put them in hotels, gave them room service, color TV, spa treatments. I, I just can't. No one can believe how crazy this governor actually is. We were all warned that he would be left-wing, but no one knew he would be this insane. He's crazy. He's crazy, and I'm like you. I'm ready to leave California because I know... All right, well, there we go. What's to stay here for? Tell me what. Tell me what's to stay here for. Everything I love about the state was not created by man. It was created by God. You know the thing that keeps me sane on this side of sanity is nature. I watch the pelicans. I watch the flocks of pelicans teaching their young how to fish and how to fly, how to head into an oncoming wind, how to coast with the wind. And I marvel at how better organized the pelican is than the human race. I, I marvel at how organized the pelicans are compared to most, most of the families in the United States of America. I watch the young. I see these little young pelicans just barely hatched. And I wonder, I marvel at it. How the hell do they learn how to fly? How do they learn how to fish? See, there's no welfare in nature. 
Oh, no, there's no welfare state in nature. Did you know that, Governor Newsom? See, <clears throat> if you got pelicans who can't fly, they fall out of the sky and die. And I realize we're not pelicans. We have to protect our most vulnerable. I've heard that crap for the last 50 years. We have to protect the most vulnerable. Well, right now, the most vulnerable, Newsom, is the family living in the suburbs, paying the taxes so you and your goons can rape the state. Michael Savage, a host like no other. It is the Savage Nation. Companies are paying donations, that is ransom, shakedown money, to the street riot groups. Just like the storekeepers in the past paid protection money to the old mafia, where the goons would come around and say, you want your windows broken? Uh, We're going to keep you safe, we'll protect you, and they paid protection money. That's who these groups are. And President Trump can use the RICO law against these groups, shaking down businesses. They are acting exactly as organized crime. Uh, did in the past. Will Trump do it? I doubt it. The liberals who invited that creature and his wife into the White House or talked them into so-called prison reform. Do you remember how outraged I was when that rap artist, so-called, put his feet up on the uh, the desk in the White House? Did do you remember that day when I was on this radio when Trump was talked into having those two lowlifes in the White House? I got so outraged that the White House was disgraced by them. We know who invited them in for so-called police reform. And now we found out that Trump finally finally woke up, that the liberals he's been listening to in his own inner circle are destroying his chances of getting reelected. They say he never wanted to have that that rap called artist. I call him a different kind of artist, put a C on the front of it. And then the wife there, the plastic wife, Another nobody with the empty face with the big behind, the surgical wife, the waste of DNA. Could you imagine them in the Oval Office? They were there. They were there. Now look where we are in the country today with with prison reform. They let so many out. How many of them were in the, the chop zone? How many of them rioted in San Francisco and Los Angeles and New York? Those released from prisons by the good liberals. Just remember that the uh, road to hell is paved with good intentions. Remember that? That's a, it's a homily. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. The defund the police movement, maybe it's good intention. I doubt it. But we're living in hell with the defunding of the police. Nevada, okay, we're going to let you vent now on the Savage Nation. Harvey in Nevada, welcome to the Savage Nation. What's on your mind, Harvey? Michael, thank you for having me. And, and okay. Michael, I, I am Jewish, and it's Jewish special privilege. You mentioned it. We have to continue. We have to show that Barbara and her clone dogs and Meathead, because he had a great father in nepotism. And we have to show that the Jews are the ringleaders. We have to get them, because when you take all their clones... Harvey, please slow down. I know something's wrong with you right now. I don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) It's Jewish white privilege, Michael. I don't know what you're talking what, What's your implication? That Jews now should be targeted by the gangs? No, that you got Larry David, like who you despise. You have, you, you show that people that the, if you pick on the Jews, we've already been with that before, that people will stop 
they'll they'll stop being antagonized. They'll stand up for their rights because they already saw what happened to the Jews in Germany a long time ago. But, but do you understand that these groups like Black Lives Matter and the others that are in the streets, do you know this subtext is anti-Semitism? Are you aware of that? Exactly. That's why you have to stick out the Jews, stick out Babs, and stick out the the guy from Salesforce and Geffen on his boat with all these pretty girls because when you strip them all down, they're just Jews, and I'm a Jew. And now well, I don't know what you're picking on Jews for. I don't know what they have to do with this discussion. I really don't follow it. I sort of understand where you're coming from, but I don't really understand it. I don't know what you're saying. You're saying if the Jews are picked on, then something will happen to stop the street gangs? Yes. Because then the people will, will recognize who Black Lives Matter really is? Exactly, Michael. All right. Well, okay, I kind of understand that. But let me explain what's coming. Black Lives Matter, Antifa, all of them are anti-Zionist. Every last one of them are anti-Zionist, pro-Palestinian, and every one of them are anti-Semites even though there are Jews amongst them, but that's irrelevant. If you want to make this about Jews, I can go into the details of it because I've studied this in great detail, far greater detail than I've been able to explain on this show. What's coming next is outright anti-Semitism from these left-wing groups. You scratch the surface of occasional cortex and you will find anti-Semitism. You don't have to even scratch the surface of Rashida Tlaib. She is an outright Jew hater. You don't have to scratch the surface of the so-called squad they're naked anti-Semites under the guise of being anti-Israel and anti-Zionist. As Martin Luther King Jr. famously said, there is no such thing as being anti-Israel without being anti-Semitic. It's 100% true. So now what you're going to see very soon is an attack. See, they're, they're, first now they're attacking the cities, and now they're using the guise of anti-capitalism, uh, anti-privilege, anti thisage, anti thatage it's all a front for letting gangs and unqualified people take over the country. You know where this goes, don't you? Tearing down statues next to going to tear down people. They're already tearing down people. Unprovoked attacks on people sitting in the streets of New York for their race. And you know which way that's running. Have you seen any rabbis walking the streets of New York punching people of color in the face, women sitting on curbs? I haven't. You see any Hasidic rabbis walking in Crown Heights with their prayer books and shawls and hauling off and punching a person of color, a woman sitting alone on a stoop? Haven't seen that? But you've seen Orthodox women sitting on their curb in Crown Heights being punched in the face by a man of color, a 225-pound man, walks by and smashes her in the face. De Blasio has nothing to say. What's the turning point? Tell me what is there. Can there be a turning point? Let's ask a bigger question that's even crazier. You see what Governor Newsom has become, like a madman, a lunatic, an out-of-control madman. Didn't say nothing during the riots, said nothing during the homeless crisis, said nothing when his cronies were fleecing the state with trains to nowhere and draining the delta of its water. Now his number one problem are families having barbecues for July 4th. He's going to use seven agencies that you never heard of, including OSHA, undercover idiots with 40 caliber guns to break up barbecues? If you don't wear a mask, it'll put you in jail? I really would like to see that day. I, I don't believe I'm going to see that day. But if I do see that day, I would say that's going to be the turning point. If this crazy nutcase 
starts putting people in jail for not wearing masks, there'll be a revolution in California. They'll come out of the hills with their AK-47s. There's, there's a limit to how much people will take. But I don't think this governor understands how crazy he has become. I tried to send them an email the other day. I said, Governor Newsom, be very careful. I said, the mortality rate is very low. The infection rate may be spiking because of increased testing. Nothing. It's like nobody was talking to me. Listen to the stupid scientists in Sacramento, the idiots, who get everything wrong all the time, who are telling them that we have to arrest people now for not wearing a mask. We have to make people stay home again. We have to take restaurants which are hovering on the brink of bankruptcy and destroy them finally once and for all to turn everyone into a victim of the state. Now, so where does this go? Where does it go? Well, it's simple. Bread lines, uh, coupons to buy basic goods like in World War II. I told you what they want. They want the black market. See, I, I see three, four, five steps ahead. The, the gangs behind Newsom, the criminal gangs behind Governor Newsom, actually have a, a, a vision for the state that's frightening. And that is the state gives out coupons to buy basics, milk, bread, gasoline, they ration electricity, and then they control the coupons on the black market. It was done in World War II, so they figure, hey, that's probably the best way to really get the biggest kick out of the whole deal is make people complete victims and dependent upon the state. Make them... We will give out the coupons for the basic necessities. We'll control the electricity and the water. And then they will be dependent upon us with the coupons. <clears throat> then we can engage in the black market and make money like printing money, better than printing money. At least that's my darkest fear for what is going on. I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. But it's not limited to San Francisco. It's the entire country now is melting down using the guise of racial injustice as an excuse for social injustice. Trump is the president, and I'm going to say it again. If you can't control it, you own it. And if he can't control this, it means Soros won the chess game and he broke the nation over his knee. That's how I see it. Very, very basic, very simple. Who fund these groups? Who's been funding Black Lives Matter? from before anybody else, George Soros. Why would an emigrate, a Jewish emigrate at that who allegedly escaped Nazism, I know the whole story, I've heard it all, you know, what he did, what he didn't do, it's all, it doesn't matter. Why would a man who came here and made billions of dollars as a money trader in the temple, why would he want to turn this nation into a communist nation? What does he gain by that? Him and his weakling son. Him and his weakling son in the Soros organization what would he gain by destroying the nation? How does he gain by unleashing Black Lives Matter onto the cities if he is responsible in having funded them? What does he gain? How does he gain by such social disorder and chaos? Is it all to bring down Trump and put in the dark forces behind the hologram in a basement? Mr. Biden, the hologram, in a, he's not a real person. Which, again, brings us back to the first issue of the day, the one I brought up in the beginning, which is the debates coming up. Maybe I'm too far ahead of everyone here because we're not even talking about debates. Here we are, July 1. We got a bigger problem. The bigger problem is we have a crazy governor of the largest population, populated state in the, in the country who is saying the biggest problem in the state are families barbecuing this weekend. If that's not a mark of total insanity, tell me what is. Okay, now it's time for you to talk. Let's go to Jimmy in New York. Jimmy, 
Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, Jimmy? Dr. Savage, everything you have said through the three generations of us listening to you, father, dad, and son, I'm telling you this. I don't care what anybody thinks. Everything that you said is 99 now I can say it's 100% because I can't believe what I'm saying. I got a beautiful niece, okay? She's on the force, the NYPD. I got a beautiful nephew, our husband, they're on the force. My niece is six months pregnant. They forced her to come back to work. I went by Lower Manhattan. The stink, the stench. Let me vent, doctor. Don't you get upset. Don't let, let me pop the vessel in my eye. Because <laughs> Stop. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. No. Okay, go ahead. Pop the vessel. In your eye. No, yeah, my, forget it. I got, I'm bloodshot, but I'm telling you the truth. This is no drama, no BS. It's all over this country, everybody. But what I don't understand is, like years ago when I was a kid, get the water trucks, wash the vermin away, let them go down the sewers, throw, get rid of them. What more do they want? De Blasio, useless. Well, you'd have to start using the water truck uh, at Gracie Mansion first to wash away the filth that's in there. But you know what? And then let me borrow your water truck to use it in Sacramento to wash away the filth in the, in the, in the assembly here. Absolutely. The, the garbage that's running this state into the ground. But, Doctor, where do we go as Americans? Where do we go? Well, what do we do? When is something going to be done? Martial law, something's got to be done. All right, so what you're screaming for is the, is the president to step in instead of hiding. Yes, what's going on? I don't understand. I mean, I mean let, let's be clear. Do you agree with me that Trump has to step in or he's finished not only as a president, but the country's finished as well? I love him 1,000%. I agree with you. Doc. How did I come up with if you can't control it, you own it? Am I wrong? You know I'm right about that. Come on, Jimmy. 1,000% correct. But so he's going to lose all of the independence if he doesn't get control of these, of these left-wing maniacs who are destroying the country. Why doesn't he hear you? You sat on Air Force One with him. Why doesn't he hear you? Why? Because I'm not Sean Hannity. I'm not a thug on Fox News. Oh, I call them Pete and repeat. They're so dead. It was Hannity who put uh, the mustache in with him. It was Hannity and another guy on radio poses as a real conservative, another fraud. It was Hannity and the fraud who talked to the president and told him to put... That guy into the White House. What's his name? I didn't forget his name. I, I don't want to remember his name. The, the one with the walrus look. The midget with the walrus mustache. Bolton, Bolton. He listened to Hannity on that. He listens to Hannity on a regular... Hannity calls the White House all the time. Did you know that? He has an open line. Yeah, I don't understand that either. What are they, best friends? I don't get it. But Bolton is the Benedict Arnold of the 21st century. Well, now they're still listening to the, the, the thug on Fox News. They haven't learned that the guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. That he's a meathead. President Trump at the buffet. My eyes starting to close, but I'm telling you, you warned President Trump at the, fed, the buffet. Wait, Jimmy, Jimmy, let me ask you while you're on the phone. I can hear your voice. I don't know you. We've talked on the phone. You represent a certain demographic in New York that's a little more on the old school Italian, correct? Absolutely. I'm proud of it. Okay. Why do they have to say about what's going on? Why don't they do anything? Why was it okay in the 50s to go down Mulberry Street during Christmas time, leave your car unlocked with your presents in the back, and you wouldn't get robbed because your old friends, so to speak, watched the street like a hawk? What happened to them? Where are they? Giuliani put them all away, number one. But number two, we had the marchers coming up Highland Boulevard. They knew not to go past a certain area because people here, and I don't care who hears me, they were locked and loaded. Hmm. So they did, they did come to a limit? They, 
They did limit the march? Believe you me, Dr. Sam. Well, so how are they taking down the Columbus statue today without any of the Italians doing anything in New York? Because everybody lost their spine. Nobody, you know, what did you always say with Defender when men were men and Defenders with the chroma stick? We don't have that no more. We got pansies. Yeah, I said when the chrome was thick and the women were straight. So now you're saying there is no chrome anymore. And the other thing is the lugs are gone with the wind. It's all rusty. You can't even take on with the wind. They'll lock you up for that, too. <laughs> Jimmy, my lad, thank you for calling. The Westwood One Podcast Network.